I'm not gonna pull a Jordan and go to the crapper. <laughs> so this week on our tabletop talks, we will be pitting Ethan versus Jordan, and they will be <laughs> trying to get me to select their spell. So the goal here is we're building an evil, vile spell book. Made of pure darkness and just the worst spells to use against players. So they're going to go back and forth, pitching a spell why I should select their spell. And if I think their spell is the most evil or they made the best pitch, then I will select it. And at the end, whoever gets the most points, they play the pick. Get some inspiration. From my point of view, these are the best spells to use against players, and all of these spells will be going on all of the spellcasters that I have in, in our campaign on tabletop groups. So I wanted to pick the worst so spells. I'm excited for this for this episode. I was kind of inspired by this by our post game talk the other night when we were talking about so spells. Teach, teach a <laughs> They're talking about spells that they don't like that I use against them, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good, like I'll put that down as more often than you. More often. Uh, I've got a lot of options here. Too many options. Uh, I figured whoever wants to go first, go first. Roll off. Roll off. Pick any level spell you want. I think we should work from And one then to, one once you do nine. your spell, Ethan has to do the spell of the equivalent level, and then it'll be Ethan's turn. He can pick a spell and then go back and forth. 16. Well, plus my initiative? Wait a second. Yeah. I won already. Plus one. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to start from, so the way I see it is I wasn't necessarily making the single greatest villain as much as I'm thinking of building a villain or villain spells specifically for level ranges that would be shitty. So my level one spell, because I think we should start from the top, in this case the bottom, um, is, uh, is Magic Missile. And you say, really? That's a deadly spell? Well, you just think about it. Yeah, it's a one action, 120 foot range, uh, spell attack, well, kind of. Uh, you create three glowing darts of magic force. Each dart hit, hits a creature of your choice, determined upon casting. Uh, the darts do 1d4 plus one force damage apiece. Now, now the beauty of the spell is you don't roll the hit, they're automatic. The automatic hits. Yeah. Only, only exception is shield. Shield, of course. So, so, you ready? Sure, go. go. In the situation that you're fighting a, a boss monster at level one, what's the deadliest thing on earth that can happen? He shows up, points at one of your characters, maybe a monk, maybe almost anyone, and says, I shoot three missiles at you, and you go unconscious on the first attack. If, in the event that you don't, or that you're already weakened, and maybe he knocks you out on the first attack, the other two missile, missiles will still hit you, and they could be potentially a, a death on one attack. That's not necessarily the case because if the characters at full HP, of course, they won't die. But I've seen wizards at 6 HP. I've seen uh, even the slightly heavier characters. Sometimes they'll only have 8 or 9 HP. That's well within the, the range of knock-out-able for characters um, at that level range. So to me, if I'm level 1, and this isn't like a high, high, high-end, you know, fighting a high-end monster, and this monster points at me and goes, magic missiles, even as a fighter, I might shat my pants. And that's why it's the most dangerous 
level one villain spell in history. And you know what? Actually, bonus bonus point. If I cast shield, and I have three freaking spell slots. Yeah, I might ruin my life anyway as a as a, 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 a caster, but I might live. So there you go, Ethan. Bring your good berries. Okay, you had 30 seconds left. I mean, Ethan can't <laughs> possibly beat me because he didn't bring the power that I did. And Magic Missiles is a sure win. There's one more time. Oh, yeah. La-dee-da. This is a long time. You don't have to take all your time if you think you've got a good I've got to take my time. This first one? Just put it out there. Just know that the more you talk, you could, your points for this round could go down. Could Kyle, Kyle's not giving me negative points for throwing shade at you. Uh, no, yeah, I'm going to start with my rebuttal now. Uh, are you going to have to There's no rebuttal. It's a, do you want to do rebuttals too? Okay. I kind of want to shit on his, his spell. I was going to put that in your two minutes. Okay. Yeah, That's why gonna... next round you lead, and then when he goes, he'll have some time to shit on your spell. Uh, right. So, so what's your spell? Go. I'm going to go with Silver Barbs. That's a, sh that's a shit stain spell too, but don't kill people. Just say Just give a quick uh, description of uh, Silvery Barbs. I got the uh, reactor right here if you want me to tell them. Yeah, it's uh, it's casting time, one reaction. When you take, uh, which you take, when you see a creature within 60 feet of yourself, succeed on an attack roll, ability check, or a saving throw. Of course, it's 60 foot range. It's a bird, sorcerer, wizard spell. Uh, you magically distract the target creature and turn its moment, momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. The target creature re-rolls its deep twine. It is basically disadvantage on any of those aforementioned checks. It's pretty decent. Um, the chosen creature, the one that you're protecting, has advantage on its next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw for the next minute, the next one. So I mean, it's a powerful spell. Ever, never once did I argue that. I mean, this is straight up a uh, crazy spell that uh, can change the flow of a battle up to the maximum levels of the game. Like this spell is useful until you're level 20. Like you're gonna get hard use out of it. And uh, like you can, you can choose at the last second and be like, yeah, I just want you to re-roll that one. It was nice. Uh, yeah, and for that one reason, that this spell is good and almost is game-breaking until level 20 is the reason that I think this spell is better than Jordan's because You're not Magic Missile, like, yes, you have the small thing that at level 1, it will, it could be deadly, but it could just also be a waste of one of your three spell slots as the big mage encounter uh, at the end of the dungeon at Magic Metal because uh, a first level wizard can have shield and, and block all three of them. I mean, it's still Which I've done before. You think you think that it doesn't happen, but it literally happens all the time. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Magic Missile, at, at, even at level two, it's it's hardly anything. Like, it's useful, but it's not, it's not like... You get an extra D4 plus one and a potential extra yeah. character when you upcast. You upcast. I, yeah. I think that in the first... I know I'm cutting into people's time, but in the first few levels, maybe up to level three, it's a... At level one, is a deadly spell. At level two, it's a dangerous spell. And versus Silvery Barbs is always useful. That's a fact. And it's a strong spell. Take advantage or give disadvantage 
Take it, damage one, because Jordan likes this spell. I like it. I'm going to like all his no, spells. I think he's picking good spells. Uh, but the no, argument it, it is... It's unuseful very quickly because you can upcast it, yes, but it doesn't scale... But yeah, at low levels, levels it scale. it's still great. If I do nine damage to a guy who has 12 damage two minutes... This soul is two minutes anyway. But uh, I am going to make another point against Silvery Barbs. Because that spell doesn't scale as well in later levels either. Any figure? Well, I figured because there's multitudes more actions taken later. Multi-attack. More, more things to go against your reaction. Uh, yeah, well, that's true point, too. Or more reactions for this. Just more targets for this. An attack in the early levels, a single attack, is far stronger than in the later levels as they're diluted by an actual raw number of actions. Now, where you can still cherry-pick the strongest spell possibly and make it a disadvantage or that type of thing and you still get advantage which is still powerful the actual dilution because of the number of quantity of powerful things actually going on at higher levels i think kind of makes it weaker too the fact that you can turn a crit into not a crit that is nice very powerful and i want to put on record i don't think any of these spells are going to be bad i think they're all powerful it's a fact i think my spells are good too i'm just not sure that so i had this one scored three three uh jordan made a very good point low level it's a killer it's a knockout spell like even at high levels if you're unconscious, it's an auto kill at first. First level spell slot. It only takes two uh, pings with it too to kill. It takes three. They're, they're only those only physical melee. It's still a kill. Yeah. Um, and at low levels, it is a resource sucker to stop it. And really, you're looking at the wizard, sorcerer, warlock, or probably maybe the. I don't even think Artifacer no, Artificer doesn't wouldn't get it because they get it from their subclass, the one that gets it. Yeah. So at low levels, very few people have even access to shield to stop it. The only thing, and Jordan made this or Ethan made this point, is it does lose a lot of its gas. Yeah. Once you so. get up probably past level three, it's a spell you're almost never going to cast. But so I still think Ethan, that consistent damage is something but that it, can't it, be forgotten. You get third level spell slots, you're not going to cast magic. Yeah, fireball, fireball, fireball. Ethan's made a good point about his spell. It's good from level 1 to 20. You're never going to regret having the spell of a re-roll. Something might save your life. Ethan also made a good counterpoint of shooting on magic missile for not being strong in the mid to late games. And Jordan, Ethan got another point because Jordan said your spell was very good. That's and you didn't good. say Magic Missile was good, so I'm giving Ethan the point on the first spell. That sounds unfair. <laughs> Magic Missile was a great sleeper pick. And it, it was a great sleeper spell. I was very shocked when you picked it, and I was interested to hear. Your, uh, I was right, though. Your, and you said it was tied. It's tied. But uh, you agreed that his spell is good. His spell is good. Like that's My a half good. point, at least. Um... Now, the thing that, another thing too, like Silvery Barbs, I've heard a lot of DMs ban it. So, they like, no one's people? banning Magic Missile. I know, but I think it's overrated to ban it too. I mean, the, the part that pushes magic or Silvery Barbs over the top is the free advantage afterwards. Yeah. Like, Absorb Elements 
gives you extra damage after you absorb the elements, but oftentimes it's useless damage. Well, you'll you'll never melee attack. You'll never melee attack. That's not even that point alone. Like, literally. So, we'll jump into the second spell. The people getting that bonus for absorb elements don't want. Are, are using their attacks against often creatures that use, like, a fire attack. Yeah. So, you're absorbing elements to so do a damage to something from you. So, it's. it's but that little attack on factor. an absorb elements could not be there and it'd still be. This is a good spell, yeah. You don't have to pick two. Jordan just demanded you. I demand you pick two. I suggest jumping around because if you fall behind and you think you can dominate on your seventh level spell pick, then there might be a little bit of momentum swing here, like a good back and forth. I'm never letting you even spell ever again. I'm going to pick a harder one. Let's go with level five. Why? Because I think there's not many level five spells that are that are OP, and I think neither might take me on. Neither of you picked the spell that jumped it to me at level five. Uh, I wonder what that one was. Uh, I figured probably the most powerful one would be a paladin, like capstone spell. You you start off. So I'm gonna scroll down to level five. Uh, my spell is Rary's telepathic bond. Uh, I didn't want to pick spells that are like super not used very often. I'll pull it up because I don't know this. So we were listening to the newer to spell from uh, Fizzbands? Mm-hmm. It's gotta be new because it's not one that I know. Player's Handbook. It's a Player's Handbook? <laughs> what? A newer <laughs> one there. Eight years old. Level 5, School Divination. Ritual? Yes. So it's oh, a ritual. It lasts one hour. Uh, range 30 feet, so the description, uh, it's wizard only, but, uh, bard is optional, so it must be in Tashi's for the bard, and cleric of peace and sorcerer of aberrant mind also. Uh, you forge a telepathic link among up to eight willing creatures of your choice within range, psychically linking each creature to, uh, all the others for the duration, which is an hour. Creature's intelligence score, they can't be less than two. Uh, until the spell ends, the creatures can communicate telepathically through the bond, whether or not they have a common language to uh, the communications possible over any distance, uh, except planar. Uh, mm-hmm. That was your choice. So you ready to kick her off? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. So, uh, I mean, one thing that it, I know as a DM is super powerful is it's knowledge. Knowledge is super important. Like if you can have someone like at another port, like at another place in the castle that can be like describing exactly like oh they're coming in the door now like oh they just they're just taking us down now like next basically like next level get ready like if you have like a tower of like progression and like you have each each sort of position completely ready to go. Uh, and, like, have all the knowledge you need. Even if you want the guy at the top to get out, like, super, like, if you want your big bad guy with the book of vilest of darknesses uh, to get away, like, he would have a plethora of opportunities. And maybe he's doing something at the top of the tower, like some sort of ritual that he's trying to get off. But at least he knows how much time he's got. And uh, it's, uh, yeah. There's not much at fifth level, and again, knowledge is super important. Knowledge so, is power. Well, knowledge is power, especially, especially. No, that's can't actually in the hands no. of your big bad guy. So, uh, I'm gonna secede the rest of my time. 
Well, I'm going to take it then and counterpoint you. Um, how about... How about I'll give you 40 seconds to shit on him after he says his spell? Yeah. Yeah. I'm shitting on him right now anyway. Firstly, this spell, you're already saying... It's not, you're not even using it. Like, you're talking about your, your villain is hoping that the guy downstairs tells him that the guy's coming. Yeah, you're not even talking about your villain being the one that's really using the spell. I mean, he could, but in your example, even, it's not him. We're talking about villains. Villain spells. He's gotta be, villain's gotta have to be bonded to the, his part of the ring. I believe that's yeah. how you're pitching it. I guess. Either way, I, I like the idea of an ambush, but that's not as nearly as powerful as, say, spells that are gonna have a massive mm. effect. I agree with you. Level 5 spells. Not strong, but you know what? There's a few spells right here that can take some, some juice. Okay. All right, I'm going to say... Let's uh, unleash... Read your spell, spell, then jump into it. Uh, read my spell. Your fifth level spell. Yeah, this spell... You jump down, and that was a power move. Is, uh, comfort this spell has a, just one funny name. Dominate person. Yeah, I mean, like, Kyle's is just almost an unfair spell, but... There's, a, there's another spell that you said might even be worse. I don't know what that one is. And that's possible. But I don't even know if I need two minutes. I don't even know if I need to explain the spell. I think uh, I think we're going to explain the yeah, spell. Yeah, you should explain it just for uh, the viewers. But, I mean, it's like... Also, a brand new spell, I believe. <laughs> yeah, brand new spell. I can't believe that spell was a player's handbook. I can't I would have lost that uh, $5 bet on that. I would have lost $100 bet on that. For some reason, I seen Rory, and I assume that was one of those dragon names. From it the... does sound like it. Okay, we're, it's a level five spell, one action. It's a concentration for up to a minute. Who cares? And it's a you target a humanoid, and you just you make them pass a save or fail a save, and you take control of them forever, uh, or until they pass the save eventually. But even one turn. Even one turn is far more than enough. Okay, well, let's start the next one. Ready? Yeah. Uh, dominate person. I take control of you, and I do whatever I want. That could be as simple as go jump off this edge. This could be as simple as slap your buddy. This could be give me all your money, or any of that type of stuff. All that stuff really, really, really sucks. Also... You, if you go to a more extreme idea of an actual combat situation, if you cast this spell, oftentimes your, your caster leader can be sitting in the back, especially for monsters. They can they have the opportunity to uh, cast spells while you're working on their goonies. So even though it's a safer sock, you kind of get time for it because of it being a boss monster. It makes it more effective for a boss monster than a player in a lot of ways. Um, but in battle, you pick their tank, as, as a DM, you pick their tank and you, and you cast the spell off. They're not very good at this particular save type. You get the tank to walk away. Not even fight back, just walk away for a turn or two. And then you have your buddies just knock out the rest of the party. It unbalances parties. It takes control of players role-play-wide. You get whatever on earth you want out of them. Could be anything. And you admittedly might only get one turn, but you could also get a very, very long time. And uh, we all know one turn is enough to completely shatter a team. I think this is by far one of the most defining DM spells. And it's terrifying. Even if, as a player, he just says dominate person, I shat my pants. Right? Even if I don't even do the save, even if I 
past the safe, I'd already shat my pants. The pants are still full, you know? When someone says I had a mental link with someone else, I'm not shitting anything. I'm going, ooh, I wonder what he said. This is dangerous. You know what I mean? All right. You want to take you, a shot? You have, I'll give you like, I can't remember, like 30 seconds. Not uh, extra 30, because he went over 30. Yeah. I, mean, because he, I, so I had your 30 to work with. Then I'm like, you're already done. It, he he was capping a lot during his his uh, description of the thing. Uh, I mean, any time you take damage, you get to save on the spell. So boom, that's a way to get your guy to make a bunch of saves for one. Concentration is also a thing. Like you can make them fail the concentration saves and it'll be gone. And uh, yeah, I sort of I sort I, I like mentally not concentration right. That's set period of time. Yeah. You like it because it's terrifying. Uh, I like it because it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's, it's it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing for 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 your your bad guys to to yeah. have to to sort of add some suspense. I don't know if it should ever be cast, but I or agree, it's it. terrifying. That's why I wouldn't want it to be on that list. No, yeah, I, there, there's lots of ways lots of ways to deal with it. It's not as it's not as game breaking as he as as I think. I don't know. Didn't we just get wiped out? I'm gonna ask you, just in theory. You said there's lots of ways to do. Yeah. Let's say standard party, uh, four people. Uh, this dude's in the back. He mind controls your strongest physical character. Maybe your paladin. Let's say mm-hmm. he hits it on his paladin. I'm just picking a random, whatever your strong melee character is. Um, and he's in the back, quite a ways in the back, and he's got these little goonies in front. Like Jordan said, mm-hmm. probably the most best way to use the spell. He takes that strong melee tank guy, and now he moves him and gets him to hit your squishy guy. Right? Could be a dead squishy. So now the front's opened up. You don't have your thing. Now you go. You can be any of the other characters. What you said this spell is very easy to handle. What would you do? I am a cleric. I cast a spell magic on him. You're a specific character, and, and it took your turn. I, or a wizard, or a sorcerer, or so it took it, your turn and it took your, your easy turn. way to cancel it is if you you happen to have a dispel magic you still have to make a roll unless you upcast it. It's a good dispel magic's a good spell and a lot of classes give so that's a good point there for handling it. But worst case scenario, you went spell for spell, but he also ruined your position and then used your friend's out turn. The friend didn't get to play. First thing, he also had his resources spent on him if he had resources. Raged and unraged? No! Now, it, I will give you, if you go, the, 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 the spell magic does answer, but spell magic answers a lot of problems with our magic base. Uh, like I said, that's still uh, a 50-50 at the spell magic. This is one of those spells that you have to counterspell it, it, it if you can counterspell it. Spell magic isn't really an answer for rarities, telepathic bombs. Well, what's really? I mean, you most likely don't even know it's active. Yeah, it's not staring me, which is kind of the point of uh, these villain spells to me. I have this one scored five to three for Jordan, and here's how it broke down. You can I, I loved your very first point on the meta power, yeah, because. This is an automatic, the players can't get mad at you for metagame. You have this spell set up. This is kind of like a scry thing. How, how do you know that I have fireball and you're prepared to stop fireball? I, my my goon's seen it. Here's how I cast the spell. Jordan made a great point 
and I never even would have thought of it, the ambush tactics of it. You've seen him come and you set up an ambush. Do you know how dirty players are going to be when you say surprise round for the bad guys? That's true. That is yeah. almost a TPK right there. Almost. That those were Jordan made that point for you. Yeah, uh, Jordan, Jordan didn't make that <laughs> point. Jordan pointed out that I was making that point. <laughs> I'm just good at arguing. You got the point. It was on your side. Um, and you also made a good point against Jordan's where his is concentration and you can break concentration. Jordan's uh, point taking control of a character straight up sucks. Um, it's very, it takes away player agency. That's and a good word for it. It's just terrible. I give him two points on that. Because taking no, away... No, this is all rigged. Kyle came here with predetermined biases. He picked which spells he was going to decide. I am okay with two all points. of them. He's not okay. Two points for taking away player agency. Rigged in all of the, con in all of the comments. He's five to three anyway in this round. Find him on Twitter. At, what's your ad on Twitter? At Walkoff King. At Walkoff King. And say rigged. Um... Fear-inducing was another great one because as soon as when Jordan said that, I'm like, yeah, I have counterspell. I don't even care what else is in this guy's arsenal. I know I'm saving my reaction every round to counter the spell. Um, you also said it's great for the back row tactically, and it is true. If you're in the back row and can protect yourself, it, and you're spellcaster, you have fifth-level spells, you might have access to counter magic yourself yeah. to stop the guy that's trying to break your counter spell. Yeah, that's true. And... Uh, and Ethan, you made a good point for Jordan saying how powerful of a spell it was. So, on a score of five to three, Jordan wins. And, and as a bonus, the, is it Wall of Force fifth level? That that's, that's the spell that popped in my mind right off the bat. I think that I fear the dominate person a little worse, but Wall of Force is definitely Wall of Force, a yeah. nasty, nasty mess. That you use that to incredible ends in the Avernus campaign on your. There uh, was some bullshit that happened. I mean, I, the one time I remember using Wall of Force, it ended up poorly. But it scared me. I was terrified. It could have been a very bad whole campaign because how powerful it ended up being. I luckily got out of that by the skin of my team. Yeah. Uh, balls in your court, Jordan. Balls in my court. What are we doing? Uh, take us to a magical spell land. Okay, let's let's go to level three, I guess. Ooh. Here's a spell that also I, I I didn't think about it until it happened recently. But I also shit my pants. And then whenever things can shit your pants, you you go to tell everyone about it. <laughs> so uh Spirit Guardians. That's a real nasty, dirty spell. I mean, it's going to be funny when we pick all spells used against us in this campaign. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, this is this is just. I looked at the list. I mean, there's lots of spells. When I was picking spells, that's where the spells take a big power. Well, it's not sad. I looked at the list of spells, and I noticed there are eight spells in level three that are just nasty, terrifying spells, and. A lot of them, I think, are just, like, broken spells that shouldn't exist. And that's not really what we're after here. I'm after, we're after villain dead thing spells. And so I banned half of the level three spells. This one's not banned, in my mind. And it's, uh, it's, it's just super, super, super nasty. We'll go into that when I get my time. Um, so it's a little pre, pre time. Pre -time. Right. Um, so we want to go into the breakdown of it. Hey, this is, uh... 
This is a one action concentration, uh, 15 foot radius spell. Uh, it's concentrated up to 10 minutes, but I mean, it's still concentration. Uh, it's cleric, paladin, and sorcerer, but I think some other classes can interpolate that a little bit. Bird can steal any spell, so you can always keep in mind. Yeah, I think the two to key in are cleric and paladin in this case. But anyway, onward. It says, You're, you call four spirits to protect you. They flirt around you at a distance of 15 feet. Uh, everything, all these 15 feet, are difficult terrain. Oh, Jordan loves difficult terrain. <laughs> difficult terrain. He just got a little bit of a chunk. Just, for, just yeah, taking around how difficult that terrain <laughs> That 15 foot is a long range. That's your whole move action most of the yeah, time. Difficult terrain is real dirty. And it's also got a nasty chunk of damage tacked onto it. Um, actually, I don't even think it's, it's not even difficult terrain. It's just have speed. So if you're have speed oh, all on top, top of difficult terrain, yeah. the dirty math comes no, it's in. It's not difficult terrain. It's not it's just have speed. speed. So if you're on difficult terrain and this. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, it's uh, wisdom save. On a fail, you take 3d8 radiant damage or necrotic. And on a success, you take half, which to me is like... It's a little low. It's a little low damage for a level three spell, but it does. Looking around fifteen-ish, sixteen-ish damage. And if you fireball, if you fail it, it's eight, but it's it's constant. And that's like to me, that's one of the points that pushed the spell just beyond, is because it already does a lot, and then it's got consistent, frustrating mm -hmm. damage. Anyway, and you get it when you start your turn or enter, correct? Yeah, it's either or. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah, we're pretty nervous. Uh, Spirit Guardians. This is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous spell. You you walk into a uh, fighting monster, a boss or something, right? Uh, could be a cleric or a paladin. Those two classes have incredibly good AC most of the time to begin with. They're hard to hit, and they're good at saves. So if you're playing an archetype monster of those types, not to mention monsters like they have high con saves anyway. These things are, uh, it's gonna be hard to break that concentration. This is what you call a lockdown and fox spell. What you, walk, what you do is you walk into your party, not necessarily the tank, but anyone else. You got a caster, you got a rogue that wants to run away and hide like they do, or some other poor fool. And you walk up next to them, drop this shit on the ground, and then you watch the fact that they can't ever get away from you ever again. Disengage? No, you can't get away. You've got a class like a, like a monk that has ways to avoid uh, difficult terrain? No, can't get away because you still have speed. You know, you've got that type of stuff. And if you do walk away and take your turn doing it, I can easily follow you because I'm not using half double my speed. And on top of that, it pays with decent AoE damage, for, or area damage, for some reason it's half damage on fail, which I think it shouldn't be because that makes it even more powerful. And in the right situation, you could be looking at yourself thinking, you, as a melee character, I'm gonna die just by standing next to the boss. I can't break his concentration, it's too strong. I think this is a hard situation to be in for a party. If you are one of these soft guys who get stuck in it, you might think you're dead anyway. It's a, it's a bad situation. I think this spell is kind of underappreciated. because, And I think difficult terrain is mean and nasty and can cause a lot of grief. There you go. All right. Yeah, I did give you props. You pretty well finished perfectly on your time there. That's right. Use your time. 
Make your point to make your point. You want to hit first? You use some of your time to shit, then we'll pause. Yeah, yeah, So, Spirit Guardians, Jordan straight up described it as decent damage. And also, you're like the nature of the spell is that you are. It's so it's short range, so it's not beaten. Really, it's beaten by it's beaten by range. Fifteen feet is short range, like not in a melee. Any any sort of mid range, like you, if it's melee, you got them. But any sort of even mid range, straight up is is way out there, and uh, and you're 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 stuck to being close to the people that you're doing the damage to, who are going to. Make you continually make your concentration checks. Remember the so. classes I said. Yeah, but it, that's uh, that's that's just the thing is that uh, it's like it's a spell that you have to be near the people that you're using it against. So I'll stop you there because you probably want to. Uh, so my spell. You did, third level. We did yeah. real good last point. I have to uh, tip my hand on you there. My third level spell is an easy one. And uh, it's, Fireball. it's a counter spell. I didn't um, want to put it. Anyway, I'll, I'll argue it. Counter spell. It's a reaction. You have to see somebody casting a spell, and you get to if you, you get to either yeah. if it's a third level or less sixty feet. If it's a third level or less spell, you auto counter it. And if it's higher, then you make a ability check equal to ten plus the spell level, or you can match the level. In spell, you can match the spell level to auto counter it. Uh, yeah, this spell is a need to have. You have to have this spell, especially as a bad guy, because it, it can either be the most broken spell you can have, or it'll be something that you absolutely have to have. Because if the people you're fighting have counter spell, you automatically have to have it. And if they don't, then it's automatically the most broken spell you can possibly have. Because you can stop... You, you basically, like, take someone's action away from them. And you oh, do that, likes doing you that, do that once around. And I, I suppose that's the thing you said a second ago about... Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's just that simple. Uh, <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> the thing is, if, if, there's, if there's even more of those spellcasters, is that you're going to need more... Counter spells, because like it's just that good of a spell that, like, if you if they have two counter spellers, then you're you need at least you need to have a spell as the vilest guy. You're good. Good. I'll take the rest of his time again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's, sure. I'll give you a this counter a bit of a. Okay. First counteraction point, and it's it's funny because it's the same point he made. Every <laughs> every villain needs to have it. I would argue every spellcaster needs to have it because it's a staple to the game. Because if not, the game flies out of control. It's a regulation spell that needs to exist. For those reasons, yes, it's powerful, but it's not terrifying. In fact, it's not terrifying. It's frustrating more often than not. It makes people feel bad about themselves. It makes them feel like they lost the game. And it doesn't scare anyone. It does just regulates, which is important, but I had speeches about how this regulation is important. I would, so I would argue that it scares the shit out of the cleric. Why? Well, Simply, he, he can't stop. It changes uh, the way they react. But. Frustrating, he encapsulates it, which also makes it very evil. And that's why I'm giving it to Counterspell. This it was very close. I mean, Spirit Guardian. But again, it's an agency stealing spell. 
which stealing agency is the worst thing to do to players. You take your whole turn, you spend your resource, you cast your spell that you picked, you have this cool thing lined up you want to do, and this guy says no. Yeah. The, the bad guys tend to have higher spell slots than the players, exactly. so tend to have more gas than the players, that's not 100% always. And those things in combination with the fact that you can just opcast it to auto-succeed on it, it, and then the counterspell wars that you mentioned where it's, it, it's, it's terrible. It's not even interesting. It's you made a good fun. point on the weak DPS, the spirit guardians, for the spell level. Like, you're casting a third level spell. is realize it's taxed for both being AoE and some of the best control spells in the game. It's got a combination of two things that makes it super powerful. He made a good point on it having lower DPS, and it's taking your concentration slot. So, like, <laughs> you could cast a fireball and have double the damage to pretty well everybody and get that impact right away, shortening the battle. That's a, oh, um, and it puts your character in DPS range. You're now in melee to get the most out of the spell. And you brought up that if you're in melee, you're most likely going to get hit. You most likely have to do con saves. Con breaking concentration on damage is a myth. <laughs> unless, it's, unless it's me rolling as a player, it is very hard to do any amount of damage to make them do a meaningful con save. Right. It's a, um, how does it scale? Anything over 20, you get half? Yes, yeah, so you got to like, hit very hard. Hit hard, um, hard, hard, hard. The fact you said it's a must-have... It's true. It's a must-have. You, I don't know the last spellcaster villain I made that I didn't take counterspell on. Now, you made very good strategic points, but having it on higher AC guys makes it harder to break. That was a very good point by you. But again, as a monster, you're not beholden to the spell list as much as the players. It's true. You can cherry-pick the spell. So, like, I, I know the mummy, for example, I think has Spirit Guardian. And it's it's not a super high AC monster. Um, it's really cool for the melee guys when they chase you down and lock you up. And staple, it is a staple for the players as a counter argument to him. Mm -hmm. They have it too. But and I wrote that down. I was ready to give you a full point on it. And then you brought up as frustrating. So I knocked you down to half a point on it, thinking to myself because that's the goal of this to frustrate the players and to piss them off with aggravation. I, mean, I don't think it just frustrates the players. I mean, maybe it does. It just slows the whole game down and just makes everyone sad. That's the, that's the point of this. The monster even feels a little bit about No, he doesn't. He used his reaction to stop your action. Well, the next spell gets him. <laughs> All right, so hard to choose the next destination. Yep. I want to give Jordan a little bit of a chance here, but also I think I think I, I'll get him because there's not much at this level either. Level two. Level two. This is an interesting. One. I might. Uh, yeah. My spell is healing spirit. We we've changed it because it's even already and too good. So it's the we we changed it basically so you can only benefit one person benefits it from it each round and that you cast it on you like pick a target and put it on and okay. you can use your bonus to move in it fairness i think we should count it from the, the rules is written yeah yeah, yeah. No, i'm just telling it, you it, it also is only really broken out of combat it is very broken out of combat it's still strong yeah. there's use for it in combat yeah. but 
Uh, yeah, basically, it's concentration for a minute. Mm -hmm. It's 60 feet. It's a bonus action. You create a five-foot cube, and uh, anybody who enters it... <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it's just about to throw it. Anyone who passes through it restores 1d6 hit points to that creature. Yeah, so if the enemy walks through it... You put it next to the enemy, and then they climb the line around it. You can even put it on the enemy, and it still isn't even effective. But it doesn't benefit you, but the yeah. point is that you get to pick. That is kind the of spirit can power. heal a number of times equal to one plus your casting spell casting. That is an actual update to the spell. Right. It never used to be like yeah, that. Yeah, it needs that limiter yeah, though. Like any healing that number of times, the spirit disappears. Okay. There's not much at level two, and yeah. level two is low enough, and it uh, don't make the magic mixed argument. You'll lose. Yeah, every level, uh, you it goes up by a d6. So, at fifth, you cast it at fifth level, and you got uh, two, three, four, four d6s heal every turn. And if you got some allies, you can even let them run through it. But even just as a, I drop it on myself, and I'm just gonna stay here. So you cast it in battle, and you drop it on yourself. And if you're a high-level spellcaster, you can get lots of lots of play out of it. Uh, and if you have any allies, you do the Congo line through it. And even as even as a out of combat thing, like if you're sort of in like a like a sort of chase, and you can get a little bit of a hiding scenario, like you get you get it's a, like the update says you get six rounds if you have max intelligence, which is, uh, which is good. Like, and six rounds is only 30 seconds as well. So, like, if you can hide for 30 seconds, you can heal a buttload of damage. So, it's it's super useful for any bad guy to have uh, for longevity. And uh, that's super dangerous when it comes to bad guys. Any sort, I, I know from that, from our brawn fight, any sort of regeneration is very powerful. Well, the math on the for, regeneration for, for brawn is probably 7 or 10 HP. Our party's producing... It's plus for 20. It's getting 20. Our party might produce 25 damage a turn. Yeah, that's powerful. This is a massive damage integration. Anyway, this is not that, though. Yeah, this would be, on average, uh, 14. Uh, if you cast that fifth level, 14, 14 around. I, I'd more argue looking at it as 3 per level. So I think it puts a better perspective. You might not cast it at high out lungs. Yeah, I'm gonna make that argument in a second anyway, so we'll, we'll, we'll not waste your time. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a good one. Even even at first level, six sixty six healing in thirty seconds is better than anything else you can do. Oh, um, yeah, cure wounds two d eight plus five, five plus fifteen versus your six of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's that? Six fours. So I wouldn't think too hard about these numbers because I'm going to just make them look small in a second. Um, so as I touched on a second ago, 3 HP per level is what it breaks down to. So at high levels, that is reasonable. It looks like a lot. But the reality is that it's, it's not as much as you think. It scales rather poorly in a short burst, even if you're all your enemies, all your buddies gather up and walk through it. Them all getting 3 HP generally doesn't even save them a hit in most cases. Where it's powerful is in hiding and waiting. And what's one thing I don't want my villain to do if he's scary and threatening? 
is run away and hide in a box in fear for half a minute while anything else happens. Maybe he'll cackle maniacally, but it's not super scary. Um, it's also... So it's not super combat effective. It's not really a villain spell in a sense that I don't want my villain to hide and run. It's not even super, super powerful. It's kind of a... It's, it's a powerful spell for the players as out-of-combat healing. It's in-combat healing spell for a villain, I think of it, like, firstly, not scary. Secondly, takes a concentration when Kyle mentioned that spell casters are generally higher than players and they could do something nasty, like, you know, Spirit Guardians. <laughs> and, uh, but they're just giving their buddies 3 HP or themselves 3 HP is just not great. And because if you're putting a spot on the ground, it's restrictive. These monsters have to go there to get it. Oh, we want to be down. Yeah, it's in a bad spot. Um, my rebuttal one, I guess. There's there's a couple good ones. Um, honorable mention. I thought about spike growth. Spike growth is difficult terrain, and it does a frack ton of damage to guys that get stuck in it. But that's not the one I'm gonna pick because I'm gonna pick the broken one instead. You know, I think that one could be broken. Yeah, I'm gonna pick spiritual weapon. The spell that everyone who's ever played this game knows is dumb. Um, let's just get this up real quick. Um, it's going to make one minor point. Jordan made fun of me for picking this as my favorite level 2 spell for villains when we were talking about our favorite level spells at levels. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's, fu it's, a, it's a fucker of a spell. It's a fucking awesome spell. Um, bonus action, 60 foot range. One minute cleric spell. Oh, did oh. you say the range of your healing spirit? Is it six? Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Hey, these are. You know what's the descriptor that's missing in this particular spell? Concentration. Yeah, I looked for concentration on that. I looked quite a bit. It should have concentration. Okay. Um, it's a floating weapon. Takes up a five foot space. Um, it attacks each turn as a bonus action. Uh, it does one d8 plus your spell casting mod. Quick math says, wait a second, you're a melee character now. It really does pretty melee character close damage. Um, the second thing, it moves at 20 feet as a bonus action. Slower, but still effective. Um, but the big, the big mama jama thingamajigger is that it actually upcasts and at third level and higher, it gets 1d8 more damage every two levels. This scales to make your melee characters feel real bad at higher levels. But, so that's your, your spell, your spell, spiritual weapon. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. The caster, or melee character, or whoever you're fighting that's a villain, says spiritual weapon. If he's hiding in the back of the group, he never has to worry about a, a concentration check. If he's, if he's in the front of the group, he's a heavy plate wearing hard guy to hit with a good con mod. So this is a hard spell to break. This guy, it doesn't take concentration, so he can still use Spirit Guardians if he wants to. I'll keep putting that one in there. Um, the damage is dangerous. You drop it on the back line and the back line is scared. You drop it on the front line and pressure the melee characters hard enough that they just die. And then there is nothing but a back line left. This is a dangerous spell. Players know it's a dangerous spell. It's not as like, as like shit your pants and say dominate person, but people know that that's a thing we gotta pay attention to. It's scary. 
and we're going to be afraid of it because it's a powerful spell. And what do you like about uh, consistency through the level ranges? This spell gets bigger and kind of stays a real threat throughout the campaign. And I think it's it's really dumb as a level 2 spell. Okay, I'm gonna let Ethan have uh, like 30, 40 seconds here to rebuttal. I looked at Spirit Guardians when I was picking my second level spell. Uh, spiritual weapon? Spiritual weapon, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, give me a point. He wasn't giving me the no, point. I didn't, I didn't even look at Spirit. <laughs> spiritual weapon I did look at, but the, 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 the idea that I came to was that one bullshit bonus uh, one extra bullshit attack at range is nothing compared to regeneration from through terms i just just fun facts it's true if we run the math spirit weapon one hit will produce it's roughly true. twice the damage it's, as you're healing it, but more hit points on on your boss is more important than an extra little tiny bit of damage i got three i'm gonna sell the air and give you a 45 second but you could have both, because this isn't concentration. Um, I agree. Healing. When the bad guy does healing, almost no matter what the amount is, it's just slightly... It is annoying, because it's like... Ugh. But it's like... The players would probably rather the bad guy heal himself, because that's him not hurting the players. That's scary. And then the players can... Now we are free to heal... Or throw more actions at him. So healing's usually not as good for the villain because the action economy the players get when they get to the point where the villain needs to heal. Most of the time, it's they've got those shit bags mopped up. The healing on healing spirit, I think, is still very good. It's a bonus action, so you you pump it out, you heal yourself, unlike a lot of the other healing spells, which are actions, and then you still have your action to do the hurt. Um, putting it on your toughest goon. Put him there, healing him, you know, four hit points around, and then if you upcast it, like, the weakness of this is, like, on the ranger half-caster, he struggles to upcast it. Druid doesn't struggle to upcast it. <clears throat> and it is very strong when it's upcasted. You really feel the healing of it. I'm putting it on your goon, healing him up. It is. It's annoying. Um, that's really the only thing he said, was the healing of it. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, uh, bullshit damage. Jordan, do twice as much as your bullshit healing. Uh, Jordan tried to shit on its low healing, and it's like, yes, it does have low healing, but it's a bonus action. So when you compare it to the bonus action spells like healing, healing word. word at second level is two d four plus four. This, if it goes, most combats only three rounds, three d six. It's a little bit better, so I feel like it, it's not. It's not really bad healing, it's just, no. it's fire healing. If I heal you for 2d4 plus whatever, I might save your life today, and you get a second round. If I heal you for 3, you may not get to see the rest of that healing because you You could heal it for 18, though, on the 3d6. Like, you don't know what you're rolling on. It's not a full duration. Yeah. Um, the no concentration, and it opens you up to combo spells, which is great. If healing, swir healing spirit wasn't concentration... You could combo with Beacon Hope. Yeah. Now you're devastating, yeah. But the fact that Spiritual Weapon isn't, it's just a free bonus action. It gives your villain something to do every round with a bonus action. And in D&D &D 5e, Monster Manual doesn't give you good action economy on your monsters. Um, the DPS is always good. Very scalable damage. So I'm going to give this round to Jordan. 
Shit, just shot your pants full. Don't point over there. Who are you pointing to? His, his, his Twitter handle will be in the description. Go check it. It is. I and almost... Rick, Rick, even if I had... You said at the beginning of this, he said, this is the spell I picked at second level for this. No. No, the, the listeners... Hey, Ethan, the <laughs> listeners were privy to this because it was on our podcast when we were discussing our favorite spells at each level. So you even knew it and didn't pick it. And I so I feel like Jordan needed to be rewarded for remembering. I'm not going to... I'm coming in here with as little bias as I can. And I'm right? like, every time, I was played hard. Every time... I almost picked Spike The Kyle would have picked that because it triggers on everything I like. In the comments, rigged. Rigged. I was swayed. Sweet. He beat you hard that round, Ethan. You're not very good. Really Last time you made a burn. It's burn, burn versus a fighter. That was a weird Me choice. Too. It happened to be right. It's right, dude. That's just what um, it needs to be poured up. It's Jordan's turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, you didn't pick two. No, I didn't. Um, you know you want to get four just to fill in that. Yeah, I do want to do that, but my four is... I don't think you can win for one. I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're gonna have to lose someday anyway. Yeah, lose someday. Um, I don't know which one to pick. Both are like, let's let's do this one. I guess. I, I think I'm, I instead of giving like a specific spell, there's like five or six of this brand of spell in that literal tier list, or in that spell bracket, and and I'm just gonna like swap all of them as one spell because they all kind of do the same thing at fourth level. Um, the summon creature spell. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So they all, there's like four or five of them. There's like fairy creatures, there's like woodland creatures, there's like uh, the elementals and stuff. They might be higher level actually, but they all do roughly the same thing at level four. And it's just summer, summon a uh, big guy or a bunch of little guys. And I, I can find the uh, literal description of one of them. And yeah, they have a. They give you a generic stat block. I mean, those ones are the ones that yeah. summon for the conjure animal. Yeah. Like the conjure animal ones, where they say you can summon eight wolves or yeah. two wolves or thirty-two wolves or, or whatever. There's so many. I would just skip the description. Yeah, I mean, it this, just it, it lets you flood yeah. the flood the battlefield. Yeah, pick one. Which one? It depends on what he's making for an argument, because you can probably gonna be able to counter argument the same. I mean, conjure animals is level three, so it's not. Yeah. not uh, isn't there a bunch of conjure minor elementals or conjure wooden beings? Oh man, I've been a mistake. Um, it's in three point. I mean, that is still point still solid. This conjure wooden beings is the same thing. It's uh, so you yeah, let's let's give a thank you. You want to go for it? Oh, it's yeah. your spell. I know, I meant I thought you were going to read the description. Um, if you've got it there, just rip your Yeah, this spell is letting me down now. You, you, you choose one fey creature of challenge rating two or lower, two of challenge rating one or lower, four of half or lower, or eight of a quarter or lower. Uh, when it hits zero, it drops its concentration for an hour. This is um, the, the pixie summon pixie spell. I think right? this yeah, is yeah. the one because you can pick pixies that are like CR1. Yeah. yeah, and the elemental one's the same rough idea. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, we'll stick with my with my garbage. And Ethan couldn't have picked anything good anyway. But yeah, ready? Yeah. So this is a great spell as a villain. Flooding the battlefield is a frustrating thing for players. If you have your villain, he's got a open battlefield, or or had a bunch of goons in front of him already. You fight the bunch of goons, 
and summon another pile of goons. The fires feel defeated. It takes the victory right out of them. It makes them feel weakened. It makes them feel sick. It, dis it disrupts movement tremendously. You can't get where you want to be. That's one thing players hate. It, uh, it slows the battle down tremendously. That's one thing DMs hate. I mean, players, I mean, everyone hates the way that it gums up the game. It's uh, the damage that comes from the spell is actually pretty damn good most of the time because of the action economy and scaling. You can keep doing it over and over if you want to. Um, the players don't see it coming. It's pre-cast and can be cast way over there, 60 feet or whatever the number said. And they have to fight them and my guy can sit back and huck spells at them. There's an argument for maybe attacking with ranged attacks. Well, that's not, not so strong either because he can be back so far that some of these ranged attacks other than maybe a longbow can't even hit him. He's kind of, it's a frustrating thing and it can come in any of multiple scenarios. He can, you can use it as an ambush spell. Guy standing up on a balcony drops us down on the party. Party's mad, he goes in the balcony to prepare for the boss fight. Uh, he, he can be used during battle as a reinforce or just cause disruption spell. It can be used as a damage spell. It can be used to do funny little things, because I think these pixies even fly, so it's just there is a lot of bad things that can be done with this particular spell. It's flexible and it's dangerous. It's frustrating. Uh, I'll do quick shit talk about this. Uh, for one, Jordan doesn't understand the power of this spell. He didn't bring up the game-breaking angle on But I don't want to bring it up either because I would have brought it up. It's actually good. Uh, but basically, it's concentration, so you can get rid of all of them with concentration checks. And also, these pixies have, like, one hit point, so you can also do it. punch them. And get rid really darn amazing. Uh, so, stop my tongue. Oh, ouch. My spell is the best. I have two that are both the best. The worst, but the one I'm going to pick is Dimension Door. <laughs> Too good. Actually, uh, an amazing spell. I mean... I could say, actually, you're going to take me out. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll describe the spell I just first. don't know that you're picking lightning spells as much as just picking the best spells in the game. It's, it's an action... It's, and the uh, you can teleport up to 500 feet to a place that you can see. I don't think able to see it. You can bring it to person with you. Uh, I, think you. I think you actually can point a direction. Oh, sorry. But, but if you land it in somewhere, it's a virgin. Yeah, that's the only That's issue. where you get specified, but, uh, which you're going to yeah. get. You could get cheated. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'll find Teleportation is a uh, staple in all of monsters. You see it on basically any fiend that you run. They have an action that they can teleport because it's very, very necessary because you can get locked down and it's an easy way to get in the back and hurt the people who are hiding away so you can take care of them and then deal with the tougher guys. Uh, also, it's good for, I mean, I know Jordan doesn't like it when I bring up this, but it's a very possible thing if you ha if if it's your like big bad guy of an entire campaign that possibly he wants to get away, like he doesn't want to fight to the death or anything like that. Uh, so it's very good for that, and it's good like even for like bring your tank guy in there, and then you like if you have a big goon, it's like okay, come with me, get him right in with the soft guys, and then even misty step your way out of there afterwards. <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, teleporting 
around the battlefield. Like, there's no other way to teleport a greater distance than 30 feet, which sometimes you definitely need a greater distance than 30 feet. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely a necessity in a lot of battles, and especially when you are a squishy spellcaster because you don't want to be standing next to any of the big guys. And the further away you are from them, the better. Yeah. You almost took your old two minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, you need a lot of good points that for movement of your enemy allies, yeah, which is something that I wasn't too. quite thinking about. You know, it's pretty yeah. good. Bring your tank with you to position him in this question. But yeah, I mean, the argument is that you still have to go up there. That's a dangerous mm -hmm. spot. You're right. You can misty step back. That means you got two spell slots to use. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're right. Um, you could get caught by something bad when you move into range. Like, there are just things that happen, reactions that happen that you don't see coming. Not even things like Mage Slayer, which could get you in a lot of shit, but you probably know that's there if you're a DM. But there are just other reactions that could be done that you don't like because you moved up there to drop your bad guy off and then your guy is doomed because he's a squishy, squishy caster. Um, running away? Yeah, monsters have to do it. Uh, yeah, is uh, teleportation a staple? Yeah, it is, but isn't it like... Am I terrified? Am I shaking again? Like I don't know that I'm particularly when you're scared. when you're casting your bit, your spells from a super rage in the back, and then all of a sudden this guy pops up right behind you. Yeah, that's then I scary. beat him to death because he was a weak caster. I okay. mean, okay. I just don't know that that's uh, it's it's staple. It's just not like I'll give you terrifying. the terrifying angle, or the, at least the frustrating angle of. We had this guy in our palms of our hands, and he went 500 feet away in a direction we don't know. Yeah. And then he's yeah. away, and there's this carrot dangled that we gotta go hunting down. We can't do anything about it. Like I said, there's I'm the not... deadly angle of what if he is a melee caster, and he wants to be next to you. Well, yeah, but that's a funny thing. Now he can get anywhere he wants. He can cue inflict wounds if he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! I thought for sure he was going to take a point. But I would have just given Jordan the point blind. I wouldn't even I don't know. Inflict wounds. Uh, this was really close. And uh, I'm going to end up giving it to Ethan on the, the tactical benefits offensively more than just defensively. This, I think, is one of the best, strongest defensive spells that a caster can get. It's true. It's the best mobility for an action you're going to get. And it can... T the bad guy usually only has maybe one goon that he cares about. And then That's some prompt. And if he can get that goon, he doesn't need to get in as close a deadly threat as, as you're suggesting of coming right next to the guy. You're right. you can drop he drops his guy back here, and now his guy's just one movement away. Yeah. And then he still has his movement. He's 60 feet away from the death. And he's got his bad guy, his powerhouse, 30 feet of movement away from him, guys. Um, you made some good points on flooding the battlefields, aggravating. Just putting everything that comes with flooding the battle battlefield. Uh, you slow your 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 ally your, your opponents down from moving. The action economy starts to go in your way. The fact that you can cast it as a prep spell and as a villain, you're probably going to cast it as a prep spell yeah. if you don't want to use your action to probably do it. It's still um, a good action. Cast it. Walk around the corner. I thought just raw off the two spells doing head in the bag 
Because the the pixie cast polymorph on everything. Uh, I forgot they did that. That's one of the spells that's probably bannable. The loophole for this is it says the DM can pick your what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. So then the DM, if he lets you have pixies, then you got another well, loophole of saying the DM, DM turned them all into rats. Yeah, but if the DM's using it, he could use it to turn his own pixies on the T-Rexes. That's even worse. So, yeah, you're right. I see that. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a... But it was close. It was close. That was a good debate. I thought Jordan had a strong chance to win it, and but I'm giving it to... You opened my eyes on the offensive side of Dimension Door. Yeah, I don't know. That was very good. I think you need to take more villainy spells. I mean, I guess it's a staple, hey, but... So. Yeah, but I think that is a very good villainy spell of the wizard that has 33 hit points, and the villain comes next to him and brings his goon. Every fight, you have this, like, flying V formation oh. of your tank and then the, the back row that never gets touched. Dimension Door lets you break that. Uh, is it units? Yeah, it is. That one. So you get six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, let's go nine. Nine, 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 goons. My spell is a uh, gate. Gate. Oh, uh, that's like a, like a kind of, I mean, uh, powerful, yeah, but not, it's like, I don't know. Okay, I mean. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going to pick, pick my other one. I didn't go back to my mistake. E even though gate. You gate. tried to pick seven spells. So that's right. Really I did give Ethan one pre-point there, too. That might have helped him. <laughs> I'm going to go instead with mass heal. Interesting. Yeah, that's a more terrifying spell than gate. I don't know if I would have. Mass heal. It's an action. 60 feet. <laughs> you restore uh, any number of creatures. Yep, any number of creatures. 700 hit points. No, no, no. It's a 700 pool. 700 pool, yeah. I mean, it's like any number of creatures you. you you heal up to a pool of seven hundred. Well, I had that in your campaign with Cam, yeah. and I was floored that <laughs> it's like if I heal Cam up to full, the rest of us are getting nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and that yeah. shocked me. It's a, it's a powerful spell. I think it knocks off the negatives on people too, like heal does. It basically like you fix so you, paralyzes all the bad things, and yeah, you're blinded, definitely. Yeah, it's the diseases. It's it's literally like the best healing spell in the game. Uh, yeah, basically seven hundred hit points. That's enough for. Like, I'm over. Basically, your whole your whole hit point pool, and maybe even another like, depending on what like what you are. If you're if you're a spellcaster, it's probably you're probably taking a very small chunk of it, and then maybe you have some goons who you can take for the rest of it. But even even as a spellcaster, if you're going from like like forty hit points back to your max of one hundred and seventy. Uh, that's that's huge because your whole thing is that you you don't you, you like you conserve those hit points like you let you last long with your other spells and all this stuff so like it basically doubles the the challenge of the fighting the fight that you are the boss of because it's basically like let's start the fight back to level one because as we've been mentioning this whole time but you're a bad guy you don't run out of spell slots. You have all the spell slots in the world. Yeah. So, like, the one thing that you're running out of is hit points. And it's like, okay, now we're back to back to square one. That's and it. the fight starts it over. usually still only has one level nine. 
Bottom yeah, but this is your level nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was just making the argument that they're, you're not limitless in that case. Uh, this is your level nine that you're using to double your efficiency in this battle. So I think this is the best level nine spell to cast as uh, as your spell. I'm gonna stop there and save your thirty seconds or so to shit on Jordan. Appreciate. Uh, do you want some free shit? I want to shit on Ethan a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah. Then we'll spend. We'll give you thirty seconds to shit on Ethan. Yeah. Um. It's a powerful spell. It's got one use. Pretty powerful. It can essentially heal everything to fall out monsters, I guess, because their their HP tends to be too high. And but it will heal your your caster. That's a fact. Um. Here's the problem, and I've seen this happen before in campaigns. You built a monster that wants to heal and is smart. This is a good plan. And then two or three of your guys, your goons in front that you plan on healing, are dead. Just because the player's got the drop on you in a way you didn't think, all of a sudden your spell's effectiveness is a lot lower. Also, if you're missing those goons, it might not have been meaningful to cast a spell because they're just going to beat you to death next turn anyway because the economy has gone the other way in such a big way. So, things to consider. All right. Um, your spell. I had... What? I just hey, this. You can come back in! It's also the only way to do more than 70. It's, yeah, I mean, I didn't say it was a strong spell. Uh, okay, I had two choices for this one. There's one that's the best spell in the game, and the other that will make players more mad than any other spell in history. I picked the best spell in the game because I'm going to play like you. Um, the best spell in the game, especially for villains and monsters and things that don't care about the second half of the rules. Wish. Because Wish. There you go. I'm going to, without bringing up the description, one action, do anything that you could possibly dream of because you're the DM and you get to determine what anything Wish can do is within what anything you Wish can do. You can also copy any spell, but that it falls under anything. And so I, we're going to jump right in. I do mean literally anything, Ready? right? That is the rule. Um, yeah, I mean, there you go. Start. Start. You can do anything. Your players are beating up on you, and you want to take all their limbs off because that would just be cool. Sure, they're just a bunch of torsos wandering around, popping like worms. You want you you don't want to go that far and just kill that guy because fuck him. Sure, do that. You want to be at full HP? Sure, do that. You want to be at three times the HP? Sure, do that. You want to be anywhere on in any plane in existence that you want to be in? Do that. This spell almost literally does anything you could possibly want it to do and because you're not afraid of repercussions because a lot of the bad things about casting the spell come after casting the spell usually repeat casts or that type of stuff you don't care about this this monster might be one use or he might not be in the game for another month he literally does anything like i said the dm casting the spell is also particularly dangerous depending on how shiesty dude wants to be because he gets to pick what anything actually means this is Noisty spell. This is Let's stop here because I guarantee you're gonna to want to free shit on your Ethan. I love free shit. Hey, yeah. You good? Start sure. your shit. Uh, I definitely argue that uh, like anything. if you use it to do anything outside of the way that the spell describes, like you're getting into really shitty territory because like you have to uh, you do, for one 
Like if your if your players when they get wish want to do the thing that you did when you cast it, like you have to let them allow to do that because it's uh, under the same like the same. It's the same exact I'm spell. I'm five levels. So no, it definitely gets into very shitty things when you go outside of the way the spell is described, which is the way the only way I use it as a DM is to use it as it's described. That's the way. But it's in, in that description, you cannot. Cannot uh, duplicate a spell of ninth level, so you cannot get a roll with it. You can always roll for anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Which is literally your your chance of backfiring is when you try to do the crazy shit. So it says uh, Um, you might be able to achieve anything beyond the scopes of the examples above. The DM. State your wish to the DM as precisely as possible. The DM has the, the ruling to make anything occur. And, and by the way, who's casting spells? The DM. So, I mean, it's... Uh, so, it's, uh, that's what I mean. Like, usually this is handled with your roll. Um, usually, like, a D100 or something. There's a percentile chance that you lose your chance to... But usually, that, that's if you... Uh, the stress of casting this spell, that it's straight up when you cast it. Yeah. So there's the the monkey paw angle. Yeah, when you do it anything. Right. So like you don't necessarily know the downside of what happened to the bad guy when he cast the spell. You might not see it. Maybe his hometown all done, but you don't ever see it. So you don't see the downside. But when the player does the thing that the bad guy did, you're gonna feel it. Yeah, it's true. I feel like but. Like, Wish, as you're describing it, isn't as much the spell as it is, like, an ability to grant wishes for himself. It's in the spell I, description, too, though. To to do anything as the DM describes. Yeah. That's like you're the DM casting the spell. You have an agency. And remember that we give him points before for just being shitty to players. The thing that I, I... The way that I would like to regulate this is by regulating it by things that you would allow the player to do with this. That's not what we're doing here. I mean, I agree. I, I think that's exactly... We're not here to judge what, the spell. Because, it, here because, the spell. because of the fact that... Yeah. you Because of the fact that you are the DM and it's things that you would allow. Not necessarily. I'd allow myself to do anything. If I'm the DM. It is probably... No, I don't think it's probably... It's the most DM-dependent spell of all time. Yeah, for sure. And it's not fun. And And it literally can do whatever you need it to do in the scenario and have it happen. Yeah. This spell, I think I've... In in that case, you may as well just say that your character has the ability just to to do whatever they want. So, Just so. give them an ability that allows them to do wish because I feel like if you cast the spell wish... What, what do you mean by an ability to let them cast I mean, wish? like... I'm just, like, curious. Like, Isn't that kind like, of as, like, a... Because he's, like, just using the spell that he's casting. As, like, like, as like a, an archdevil's wish or, like, a... Or, like, a... A, genie. a genie's wish. Uh, because because in, in my mind, anyways, the spell is vastly You don't view them as casting the wish spell, just a different... No, no. It is weird how it's worded, but no, I mean, that's... Because, because the genie decides the, what the, 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 the argument is that the spell, character casts Which is the DM. <laughs> yes, but... Yeah. It's, it's, the argument is... It's just you've lowered your expectations from those guys. Yeah. Well, the players... Maybe not... Uh, by the DM, the DM, the DM a genie, you probably... 
So, like, consider this. The reason it's a ninth level spell is because this character, being a DM or a, char or a character, is on the level of a genie to grant the wish. That's why they cast Wish. Because yeah, they have at least a 17th level mm -hmm. full caster to get access to. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's stupid. And if I if I was playing with a DM that did the things I described, I would also, punch them. For, even for the sake of this argument, to say that Wish can do anything, including what my, can, my spell can do, yeah, it's literally the Which it's, it's not. Rules by the description of the spell. By the description, it cannot. Unless the DM allows it. And the DM, it's his prerogative yeah, to allow it. Yeah. He can do anything. And copying a ninth yeah, level yeah. spell, I, I, I would allow it, and then they have to do the stress test. Because anytime you do something that's not just copying an eighth level or lower spell, basically, you have to do that stress test thing, and you can lose Witch. That's the handcuffed angle of Witch. The players will only try to do the crazy things when they're to the point where they are like, we have to try to do the crazy things. It's similar to divine intervention. I think uh, the spell also, also the, the thing the thing that happens if you do anything other than duplicate a spell is you take a d10 for every level of spell that you mm -hmm. cast afterwards. Then it's the 33% chance that you're going to lose this, the fear of them and the players. Yeah, there's a lot of fears in the players. I think we're. I mean, Dying also. <laughs> Someone can bring you back to from that. Yeah, I mean, it's also, losing wish, you're done. It's also arguable that you're you're like in a situation where you're you're willing to do this. Yeah, no. You're doing it anyway. You give the Jordan the points then, because if his spell can do anything, then uh, I mean, but uh, the spell when you read the description, this is this spell can, can do, do anything. anything. Yeah, and if that's yeah, that's and why you, I was gonna. That, Wait, the other spell. Also I thought you could pick the other spell. I hate the other spell. Honestly, uh, that's one of the most. Put it out there, power work kill. Ethan's leaving it. His stank, his stank gets. But Wish, because of the reason Ethan's getting mad right now, is exactly why Wish is that, the most disgusting spell in history. Like, whatever your scenario you can pitch, because yeah, there's I'm the just, most I'm happy now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to do anything I want with Wish. No, it's terrible. No, I'm not, I'm not suggesting I've never that used it before outside of the description. It's not about how I've never ever used Wish. I don't know if I've ever other than other than, other than if it is like such like an arch devil or a genie sort of Wish, like like sort of divine Wish, but like. Like, as a spell, I keep it to the things that it says in there. And things no, of that power level. Because it says, it, it gives examples of things that you are allowed to do with a level nine spell around that level. A level nine spell. Your basic uses of it with no risks. A level nine spell cast no, a level no. eight spell. The basic use of it is duplicate a spell. Anything else is is dangerous. Anything else. I think you, you might be right, but I'm the DM, and I determine that. I don't even know. I don't even have to make myself make you roll if I don't. That's want cheese, it. but give him the point. No, it's not cheese. It's, it, it, it is yeah. cheese, but it is in the. It is. I'm okay with it. It's like we were. This, is, this spell is a spell that I would ban in every game. It's bannable. It's just. I would even negotiate. It's so. I think, I think, I think as as written, like without the DM's ability to say it can do anything, is a good spell. But even if you use it only to cast spells one to eight, it's not. It's not that fun of a spell when you can get the pool level nine spells. Yeah. I think you're really hindering the power. It's true, but it, it's still it's like very powerful spell. because you can duplicate any spell. Spells that you don't have the ability to take I, I understand. from any, any list. Like you steal a resurrection spell from your wizard. But anyways, we're, we got to move on for a of time. All right, just pick one more. Is it tied? It's tied 3-3. Three, three. So Jordan pick picks. one more spell and we're doing one color. Um... 
What do we have? Seven, eight, you have your choices of six, seven, or eight. Pick the spell you think's the best, regardless of the level of your remaining three, and he'll do the same. Six, seven, and eight. Pick the one you think's the, your best spell out of those three. Let's go with numbers eight, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll switch out my my other shitty spell for this shitty spell. But it's a lot less shitty, so we'll see. Okay, an eighth level spell. Ice and power word kill is insidious. You know what else is insidious? Power word stun is insidious. And on the other side of this. It's just terrible. It feels ter terrible. And it makes people want to cry. Um, and that's why it's here, making people cry. I'm going to get the actual description up. If you speak a word of power that overwhelms the mind of one creature within uh, range, leaving it dumbfounded. If the target has 150 or fewer hit points, which is most characters probably under 17 or so, unless you're a big meaty character. It's a lot of, it's, the range is big. Um, the target is stunned. The target make a concentration save at the end of its turns. On a successful save, it, it breaks the stun. Just for, um, for, uh, I don't know what the word is, for to, just to clarify, stunned, what it does is that the description right here I might put that on there, just as a tag on. A stunned creature is incapacitated. Can't move, can't speak, or fall for hits on interference, yeah. right? The target, yeah. uh, uh, the creature fails strength deck saves, uh, disadvantage, crits. Like you're, you're talking about the ultimate peril. You're talking about being in bad shit. Um, not fun. I point at you, say you're stunned. You say, what? I say, no, 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 what? You say, stunned, you're done. Um, in the following moments, I kill you however I want. Uh, crits, overwhelm of little dudes, you know, I can just push you off an edge, I can do whatever I want. In that time, the player's going, this DM is cheating. He might as well just cast Wish on me. And he's like, he just literally can do what he wants. 150 HP? is just about everyone. Maybe you get to miss out on the biggest tanks, but you get to just tell that guy you're fucked and then kill them. Um, the spell casters are generally get spells that like you're gonna, at a lower level, the caster will be at a higher level. This caster will be spell casting this spell when you've got level five or six spells. So he's, he's even pulling it out early and he's slapping it on you. You feel bad because he cheated pulling a level eight spell out that ruined your life. And you're only level six, or not six. You're only level ten. It's, it's. Okay, we're stopping there. Briggs, do you want party. to shoot on? Uh, just a couple things. Uh, for one, it's only you've only stunned. Uh, only dead. It's not like you're dead or anything. Uh, also at that level, like, uh, it makes sense that there's some things that that can just happen to you, like rather than you getting the chance to save. Because, like, it's basically, like... Player like, it, it's Think, if there was a save on it, it's not a good spell at all. It's, like, a this, level 3 spell. Level 3 argument. spell versus level 8. But this spell doesn't save. But it doesn't. So, I mean, how much more how much more worse is it that it basically you just fail the save automatically? Uh, pretty bad. I the word save is not mean something. I don't, I don't think it's that bad because it's just one It's one spell. Like, he's, it's going to go and then it's like, that spell is over. I picked a person okay. to die. So let's... Now my spell? Yeah. You can the... pick any level, 6 or 8, whatever you think's your best. What I think is the best spell in the game 
Without question. Besides which, is you guys. Even with <laughs> your role. Even with the basic role. Uh, true, true, because <laughs> you can cast a spell. Take that, Ethan. Uh, plane shift, and what? it's that simple. Is that seven? Level seven. That's, that's the spell? Plane shift, uh, you can literally go anywhere you it's want. It's an action. One. It's an action. And is this a ritual? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I but, don't know if don't know why it's fire scary. Oh, you'll see why. Shift, let's go. It is one action. It is touch, which is the bad fire. Oh, you're talking about vamp and the player. Yeah. Was... Uh, you and up to eight willing creatures can link and go anywhere as you want to any plane of existence. You can use this spell to banish an unwilling creature to another plane. Choose a creature. You make a melee spell attack against it <clears throat> on a hit. They get to make a charisma save. If they fail, they're transported to a random location on a plane of existence you specify. So you can be like, period. go period. to Avernus. Yeah. yeah, period. And they're gone forever. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So uh, this spell is just the best in the game. Literally, Which... you can... <laughs> Literally, you can go anywhere, travel across the plains with the slightest of ease, and not only that, but you can damn someone to hell for all of eternity uh, with just one successful attack roll and one failed uh, con uh, charisma save. Which remember that people. Which perhaps we could uh, we could uh, bring in some uh, some uh, what was it? what was that spell? The first one, silvery baritone. So not the not the not the uh, the AC part on the save. I am. In case you want to shit on his shit. Yeah, we'll shit on his shit real quick. Um, <clears throat> point one. You need to, in fact, hit... You need to do what characters are built to do. You have to beat them at their own game and play, give the opportunity to the players to make two good saves in a row. Firstly, or two good opportunities in a row. Firstly, if, you, if you're trying to bamf a heavy character, they have good AC. It's hard to do that to them because you might just outright miss the attack. This is your whole action, by the way. Secondly, if you do hit the AC character, he still gets a chance at a, at a charisma save. So he gets two chances anyway. Uh, a character who has low AC is probably good at charisma save because he's a, a talking character. Not always, but I mean, the odds are better. So you're you're kind of good at one or the other. It's And everyone knows uh, this 50-50 odds stuff, that's not quite that, but I mean... Two chances for the players to save themselves is a lot, especially at that level. There are a lot of abilities around that just pass saves, and they and players are sharing them around. And also, paladins exist that just ruin all saves, and AC is bad to begin with. Versus, say, power word stun that just says, it happened. Now figure out what you're going to do about it. You know, it's, I don't think it's as powerful. It's, when it goes off, you're right, it's, it's powerful. It's stupid. Someone's going to throw something. But I think power was just a little more consistent. One more pivot. Uh, yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is that, like, if you're against someone who's casting this spell on you, like, they're, they've got a good chance to hit you, and they've got a really good DC. So your chances, yes, there is a chance. But even though it is a 50-50 chance, 50%, like... A, a, a coin flip for you to be gone forever is worse than you're definitely stunned for a little bit. I mean, 
I would take I would take stun me for a little bit, then coin flip I'm, I'm or gonna, I'm gone forever. I'm gonna call it there. I had you guys dead even on your points on these two spells. But so if it's dead even, I gotta think as a player, which of these two things would I wanna be hit with? I'd have to I'd rather actually be stunned than sent to Avernus but what are the other character not exist. Some characters won't be able to make a Christmas save. I get it. That's true. That is a fact. But I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that I can kill any character with stun. But not this turn. You're right. Takes your action, then you have all your party to get it off them. You also make the argument that there's lots of spells. uh, Bards do it. Whatever that, those, just the timing angle of it. In yeah, one yeah, action, yeah. he can delete your character from existence. I know. You also put your guy in, in uh, melee range. You also... I'd rather be dead than not on this plane of existence. So, I, it was really close. You guys made really compelling cases. Uh, Ethan, taking a lower level spell, too, probably was worth a half a point, just for pity. And uh, Ethan, slightly, with the slightest of leads... The, but again, these are all nasty, nasty spells, and I would like none of them to be in the game with the exception of spiritual weapon. <laughs> but, Jordan, uh, you know what to say to the viewers out there. Ethan gets an inspiration. Find Kyle on Twitter. And now we had already determined it was rigged. So at, Ethan at, at Kyle rigged. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I won. Uh, but I won't stop. I won't stop pushing for this class action suit against the rigged. Uh, it should have been. It should have been. It should have been me. You're right, Ethan. You're right. We should have blown him away by a lot. Uh, but anyways, yeah. I'll, I'll steal this part from Kyle. We'll see you next time next on time. Critical Failure. I think the argument for Wish when Ethan you can't beat Wish in an argument when he was he was hurting so bad, like it hurt him so bad just to say.